So anyways, I suppose maybe we can, you know, get into the actual decent part of the show. I mean, we can try. If you, if you don't, if you want to be a degenerate and hear what we were just talking about, the pre-show is fantastic. But if you do, if you enjoy it, make sure you go over to subscribestar.com and search Life for a Live Free and you can, uh, you can, you can hear the, the, the pre-show. So You can pay money to hear us talk about chips and kills. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to cut that out of the actual <laughs> podcast too. No, we're just no, no. We're just gonna start. No, you can, you can't. Maybe no. bleep it or something. No, no. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. Uh, I'm just gonna use that new software that I was telling you about. You can like ch- change any word that you oh, want. Oh yeah, that is so freaking cool. Did you see that? Uh, um, I saw one the other day. I can't remember what it was. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger in uh, that's it, the deep fake stuff. So they 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 faked Arnold Schwarzenegger's face onto, I can't remember what it was like some female's body, mm, but it's like good, so, but it's like so stupid like realistic looking. It's absurd. Like it, it, we're we're to the point where like the whole deep fake stuff. I, we never talked about that. We had that. We were supposed to talk about that on a podcast. I think and we, we did. never did. I think we did. I didn't, Not really. A, probably at too much in length. Depth. But that shit's getting crazy. Have though. you seen? There's. Have you heard a uh, I think it's called Dolly. No, it's AI, fucking an image generation. I did stuff see some where you of can that, just yeah. type in whatever you want, and it comes up with a bunch of different images. That dude's posting stuff in the Drinking Bros Photography yeah, or some that's, shit. That's yeah. that's what that is. But now there's also in like the last week they came out with another thing where you can like take a picture of a person, and like like five six pictures or whatever you know, just different angles and shit. And you can label that person and you can tell the AI, make an image with this person doing this. Oh my God, dude. It's in, in this style. It's freaking nuts. That's bad. That's going to like, what could that be used for good wise? Like right? compared to horrible wise, like there's going to be so many, like you're not even going to be able to believe anything you see anymore. Or somebody, even like politicians, they get like, they get like caught like screwing puppies or something. Yeah, that's like, probably yeah, good for that's, them. That's not that wasn't me. Somebody deep faked that. Yeah, you know? that's probably good for them. They can get away with anything oh now. Oh my god, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, that's pretty freaking nuts. But I did see that AI stuff. Like it's so super realistic. Like you could not tell me. You could not convince me that that picture that I saw. It was like an old couple. Mm-hmm. You couldn't convince me that it wasn't real. There's very there's very little things that it does get a little bit wrong. Like the guy that I was posting in the in the drinking bros group, that old couple, their irises, I believe. That's that's what Right. The color part of your eye is, right? Yeah. The iris. So, yeah. They're they're a little abnormally large. But other than that, it's like the details in your eyes and stuff, it has a hard time getting right. But it's getting very, very close to Well, just think about I mean, that's like kind of probably in an in its infancy. Oh yeah, new. Like think about ten years from now. Definitely. Man. Holy crap! Like we are living in the future. Like the future is now. The future is now, man. And we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in a little bit of trouble. Uh so um, box. I know you hate this question. So what's new in your life? Same old, same old. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. I'm in very high demand this week, though. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And on the way down here, Moody, I guess I haven't texted him back yet. Moody texted me and asked me asked me to help him tomorrow too. <laughs> so I have Sam here wanting me to help him and 
my other brother wanting me to help him, and then another guy asking me to help him, and then I have my own jobs, and man, I'm You'd think I was rolling the money, but no. <laughs> it's nice to be it's nice to be wanted, Box. It sure is. Nice to be wanted. No, that's pretty much all I've got going on in my life though. Yeah, pretty much all I do is work. Um it's been freaking nuts in the shop lately, but uh we're going to Colorado on Thursday actually. Where at in Colorado? Somewhere um, cool or what? I can't remember exactly where it is. Where they, because uh, we're going to see my girlfriend's brother and and uh, oh, sister-in-law. Right. I forgot they they're, were out there. They're there can't. They are staying like so. She's a traveling uh, PTA, uh, physical mm-hmm. therapist assistant. Uh, so they do like three month stints in different areas, and that's where they are currently. Um, like an hour hour east of Denver. So <sighs> I we're gonna probably end up going into Denver, and that's probably pretty close to the border, ain't it? To the border of Colorado. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's a little ways. It's a little ways from there, but um, we'll probably end up going into Denver. And pr- actually, I think our plan is we're going to go into like Breckenridge, and um, they got during the summer and and fall, you can take the the ski lifts up on your bike, and then you can ride down. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's gonna be. F- and I've been out. I've, I'm sure I've talked about it on the podcast. I've been out to Denver area, I don't know, eight, five, six, ten, a ton of times. I don't know, eight, probably eight or nine times. More times than you can count? I can't count that, <laughs> yes. Um, but that was all just snowboarding in the winter. So I'm kind of excited to go see it like in the fall, you know, and the leaves are turning. And it's, it's gonna be so are they, are they just like the regular ski lifts that you, just the benches that you have to jump on as they're going up? Because <laughs> that's going to be pretty difficult your with your bike. No, they 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 change them out. Ah, okay. They retro retrofit them somehow. I'm not sure how it all exactly works, but they went they went and did it. But the nice the thing like we did Ragbri a couple months ago, and the thing that sucked obviously is pedaling up the hills. You know, nobody likes that shit. Well, some people do, and they're psychopaths. Yeah, but so you just take the whole lift up and then you get the whole ride down you barely any pedaling you know you just got to ride the shit out of your brakes so i'm kind of excited i'm kind of excited to do that make but. sure you got good brakes before you go i know right he told us he told us make sure you take your your brakes in and get them checked i'm like oh shit i haven't done that yet we're leaving thursday so i should probably no it'll be fine <laughs> if you get going too fast just stick just, your foot just, in the spokes just fall over <laughs> yeah <laughs> tommy boy yourself down the hill <laughs> Make sure you have your GoPro on. Definitely. Quality entertainment. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's about that's about all that's going on in my life. So I'm kind of excited though. It's been a while since uh since I got out of the out of the shop and did something did something fun. I'm you're doing something like every few months, man. You well, and Kendra go on go go do a lot of things. You no. might not feel like you do, but you do. Whereas me I don't remember the last time I went and did, like on any kind of trip. <laughs> well, go on trips then, man. You ain't getting any younger. I don't, I don't have a girlfriend to do things with that like that with. Well, get a girlfriend to do things like that with. Uh, I'm too much of a hermit. <laughs> it's kind of, it's a vicious circle I've got going on here. <laughs> I drink because I'm lonely, and I'm lonely because I drink. Chris Stapleton. Wiser words were never spoken. Uh, speaking of, uh, well, I was going to say speaking of wise words, that has absolutely nothing to do with wise words. Shocker. You're making a shitty segue. (laughs) 
Shitty say what happened to our Segway button? I still got that over it's there. It's on now. your phone. I should I should use that. Segway, Segway. Uh lately there's been a lot of talk about the whole uh safety act that's going on in Colorado. Colorado Illinois. Illinois. Um so in if you're not familiar with this, they just voted this through this year. Uh so come no, uh January first, the safety act will be going into into effect. And I find it ironic that it's labeled a safety act. First off, they spelled it like retards. Why, why did they spell it that way? It's spelled safe dash T. Why, right. why, why, is it, why is it that way? Because it's not actually about safety, so they couldn't really like, well, let's just like make it. Like that's ever just, stopped them let's before, Let's just make though. it sound like safety so we can, but it's really not about safety. Um, so, <laughs> so what it does, it's it's essentially... Uh, the biggest part of it, and the part that everybody has a problem with, is it basically does away with with cash bail for pretty much every offense. I mean, and and cash bail. I mean, if you've never been arrested before, um, you get arrested for a you know a, a semi serious offense, you go to jail, and then you are given basically uh, an option: you either stay in jail until your trial, otherwise you you make bail is how they what they say and you pay a certain amount of money and you can go out on 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 bail but uh, and then if you don't show up for your hearing that bail is kept and you you know forfeit that money essentially and then a warrant is put out for your arrest for missing the trial or whatnot so with bail bondsmen and actually what i had to do when i was arrested i had to get a bail bondsman i paid like I think I fronted like a hundred bucks to the bail bondsman. He paid two thousand. I was arrested for DUI. I'm, I'm sure I've talked about this at some point. He paid two thousand, and then um, when I showed up for my hearing, he got the two thousand back. So he made a hundred bucks off of me, and he got the two thousand dollars back. So that's how they that's how they make money. But what essentially they're doing here in Illinois is they're doing away with all cash bail. So for basically almost every offense if they're arrested they're taken in and booked and they're like all right peace out see ya so this is for pretty much everything burglary trespassing uh drug induced homicide so murder drug induced homicide um arson some uh, all sorts of horrible horrible freaking offenses and they're just saying well we have a problem with the with the criminal justice system, so we're going to let all these people go. And they don't. <laughs> That'll make things better. Let's not punish these criminals. Right? It's, yeah. It's, and then they'll learn their lesson and stop committing crimes. Well, already um, in Chicago, well, actually in Illinois, only 12% of reported crimes are actually ever have, uh, only 12% of crimes result in an arrest already so the chances of you being raped or mugged and then reporting that crime there's a 12 percent chance that anything is going to come of that um and and you guys see the news you guys know what's going on in chicago like over every single labor day weekend there's 50 60 70 people shot you know a dozen killed over every single weekend and the majority of those 12 percent of those actually result in anybody being uh, arrested for that crime. And now, if they are arrested for that crime, 
Say they did shoot somebody. Guess what? They're out. There's no, they don't have to sit in jail. They don't have to pay, they don't have to pay bail. They don't have to do anything. They're just, all right, peace out. Make sure you come back for, for your court hearing. I don't, what I, I didn't quite, I was trying to figure this all out, but I kept seeing things from both sides where, of course, people in support of it were like, no, this is all mis- misinformation and this isn't at all how it works. And they're trying to spin things, but it, I don't know, it didn't really seem like they were doing a very good job of spinning it <laughs> right <laughs> the other way. It seemed like, because what they said was for certain felonies or for certain cases or whatever, it's up to the judge to decide if they should be locked up or whatever, if they should be detained after this until for the pretrial or detainment or whatever, detention is what mm-hmm. I guess what they call it, pretrial detention. Mm-hmm. So my question is, what do these people do until the judge determines whether or not they're a flight risk, risk, flight risk or a risk to the safety of the public or a certain individual? See, it doesn't even matter if they're a risk to a certain individual. That's not a reason to detain them. The the only reason to detain them is if they are a flight risk. You somehow have to prove that they're a flight risk, which how are you ever going to prove? Say this is somebody's first or second offense, third offense even, and they've showed up to court for every one of them. How are you ever going to prove that they're a flight risk? I don't know. On, On some of the, I guess on some, I don't know, I forget which particular charges it was for but they said they had to prove that you were a risk to the safety of a specific person i think was one of them yeah i think that's only on like murder charges and shit like serious charges like if you if you murdered someone there are isn't that specific person already they're already dead yeah the damage is done there so Uh, yeah but or i mean either either way like this is i mean this is so but let's 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 take a second and try to let's let's think about this from the other side like just to play devil's advocate like say we're we grew up in the in chicago and we're gangbangers and you hate the police like there's a lot to this to this bill too that um basically has to do with taking away or i I don't want to say taking away police rights but making it very much harder on police too. It's got police reform in it. Um, let me see if I can. I got. I, got the article I should have wrote up. those down. Some of the things that I was watching a or reading an article where they were trying to disprove some of the misinformation, and one of the things was about police officers and what they were required to do. Well, it makes them there. Everyone's required to wear a uh, to wear a body camera. If you're I a thought police that was already officer. a thing. Like nationwide. Um, another aspect of it, and this is very interesting, they cannot look at their body camera before they make a statement, which is absurd. Because think about it: like how many times in a in a in a crazy violent situation, like you're not going to remember everything clear. You remember bits and pieces of it, and now you cannot look at your body camera. But they'll allow you to amend your statement because you after. So you got to make your statement, then you can look at the body camera, and then you can amend your statement. 
So that's just ripe for the prosecutors to or defendants to just go after that and say, hey, this is this is bullshit, you know, total. And there's there's a lot of other aspects to it. Um, they do away with chokeholds, uh, police aspects, um, you know, saying how police have to treat defendants. Um, if somebody makes a complaint against a police officer, they cannot tell that police officer who has made the complaint against them. So they'll have, say somebody, say Joe, the police officer, um, is accused of abusing someone or being rough with someone. There's a complaint put in against him. They won't tell that officer what case this is. Absolutely nothing. He can't even defend himself because he doesn't know what particular case this is about. Um, and there's 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 other aspects to it. But all in all, it's what this is doing is it's rewarding criminals and thugs and gangbangers. Yeah, pretty much. I don't see how you can view this in any other way. Like, well, they see it as, I mean, at the core of it. It's probably one of the more racist bills out there, the way they did defend it, because they're like, all these people are, that are going to jail are all these black people, and they're all poor, and they can't, they can't afford their bond. They would, it, they would definitely call that 100% racist if Republicans <clears throat> would say something like that. Right. Right. Uh, I, I would agree. I would agree. Um but this is also this also kind of started back under Obama's uh, uh, when Obama's reign. Um, he he went through the police off the police uh, departments in America, and if they found that you were disproportionately um, arresting black men, that they, I can't remember exactly what they what they did, what they called it, but there was a certain thing they did, um, kind of a de- de- demerit or something towards your your department, and said, "Hey, you're racist. Stop acting like this." They'll pay you less. They'll give your department less probably, money. Probably something like so that. So they're saying arrest more white people for money or but, arrest less white less black people for money. But they don't. Yeah, but they don't take into account like the, like the situation in Chicago, like. The massive gangbanger, uh, the massive gang problem in that city is not the white suburbanites. It's the black inner city people. Like, so, of course, they're going to be interacting with black people more. And that's not racist. That's just facts. That's just hard, cold, hard facts. And, I mean, there's also some facts that, I mean, the blacks are 13% of the population, yet commit 50% of the murders in America. That's not racist. That's a, a, a statistic. First try. Thank you. But it's there's reasons for that is because that culture and that you know that they're i don't know it's it's an unfortunate situation that that they're put in at this time um, so i can kind of see like why they would be you know chant they would be behind this when that's all they've ever known that's how they were raised and all this but i mean the rest of this they're they're screwing the whole state over here i mean if you look at that state they they refuse to they refuse to keep pr- criminals in prison but they're the eighth most uh they have the eighth worst gun control in America they're they're hard it's extremely difficult to get a carry permit to get you, you have to have a foid card to even buy a gun and all this nonsense so they're making it extremely difficult to protect yourself yet they're letting all these criminals and rapists and arsonists and and all this horrible these horrible people out just right back out on the street it makes no sense 
Yeah, I don't really understand what their uh, game plan is here. I don't either. I don't either. But it's gonna get it's gonna get real worse come uh, come January first because they've basically they've gave criminals a list of all the shit that they can get away with now, and they're not they won't. There's no there's no consequences. Interesting enough, too, box. Um, once you're arrested, they let you out, and then you have a court date. And if you don't go to the court date, they send you a notice and like, oh, sorry, you missed your court date. Come to this next one. They don't. They can't even put a warrant out until you miss your second court date. So you don't even have to like. It's not. We're sorry. We were such an inconvenience for you. Right. Sorry, you you raped this girl, and, and you know, and or or murdered this person. You should probably come to your court date now. Oh, you didn't make it. Okay, well, try to come next time. You know, it's it's. We understand you're going through a lot at this time. <laughs> yeah, I think ultimately what it boils down to, though, is, I mean, it's woke nonsense, but uh, people's refusal to accept responsibility for their own life. They're saying that, um, you know. All these people, these 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 poor minorities, since they are subject to such a, you know, it's not their fault. It's not their fault they're committing these crimes. They're in their position because of where they're located and the policies that they live under. Right, right. Which, first off, let me clarify that I understand that there are some people in bad situations, like, uh, you know, children that were born in these horrible situations, the ghettos, you know, and that's what they grew up with, and they don't have it. They seem it doesn't seem to them that they have an option except to go into that that life. But that doesn't justify you committing crimes. That doesn't justify you doing these horrible things and and blaming it on someone else. Ultimately, your life is your responsibility, and they refuse to accept that, and they refuse to. Uh, you know, accept that for anyone if they're a minority or an underprivileged person. It's not their fault, they keep telling them. Well, I'm glad you said that, and I was just thinking about that. Um, One thing that I've heard over the years, and I, I, I'm, I really agree with it, actually, is um, it may not be your fault, but it is your responsibility. There's a difference 100%. between the two. 100%. It's not your fault that you're in that situation, but it is 100% your responsibility to deal with that situation and get out of that situation and make the best of that situation. doesn't matter who puts you there. Right. It's up to you to get out of it, though. That is, you haven't read this book, but this is, I'm going to put it right in the camera there, Extreme Ownership by uh, Jocko Willink. This dude is an ex-Navy SEAL. This is actually... One of my favorite books I've ever read in my entire life. I think that if everyone in America read this book and took it to heart, that it would solve all of our problems. But it talks about exactly that. It's not your fault, but it's your it's your responsibility. Taking ownership of all, of all this shit. Um, so it's not your fault that you were born in a shitty situation, but you'd better take responsibility for that. And if you make stupid decisions those are your fault that is your that is your fault that is your responsibility you're not you're not free from these uh from the consequences because you were you were in a such shitty situation i think that's something that's that's 
horribly missed in America right now is taking responsibility for your own freaking actions. Is responsibility the same as accountability? I would say. I think it's very close to the same at least, right? Right. I would say so. I would say okay. so. I was just wondering about that. Um, But th- like I said, this is one of my... the. I absolutely love this book, and I'm actually due to to read it again. Um, I was just thinking about that. And actually, if you're into reading, we just started a uh, a, a book club, Don't super worry. manly book it's club. Not, it's not as it's not as as family as it sounds. Um, but we're reading uh, books like this. What book are we reading currently, Bach? Violence Thanks. of Mind by Varg Freeborn. See, manly stuff. What does that book talk about exactly, Box? Uh, it's how to deal with extreme violence. So it's like the first 70% of the book, I think, is talking about the, I mean, it's mostly, it's obviously by the title Violence of Mind. It's the mental aspect of being involved with extreme violence, whether you have to be, whether it's self-defense or something like that. It's how to deal with that and, and move on with it and, most of it actually is how to avoid the violence, really. Right, right. So yeah, if you're interested in uh, in our in our book club, we're reading books like that. Uh, Extreme ownership. We'll be reading all sorts of books on um, you know the philosophy of of self defense and maybe even so some philosophy. I don't know all sorts of good shit. Socrates, just, just to make us uh, maybe just to make us. Uh, Better Americans, I, I guess we should say. If you're interested in that, go and check out the uh, the Facebook group, Life Short, Live Free. That's where we're talking about it currently. And then we may get together and like discuss it on a Zoom. You're not uh, you're not obligated to, to do anything or to join us or anything, but you can follow along with us at least. So kind of kind of interesting, but um, yeah, a lot of shit that I took from this book, like when I this was I started this. I don't know. I read this several years ago, and it kind of opened my eyes to um to what it really means to take extreme ownership. But like, say the a lot of the book is um, t- talking about being a leader and taking responsibility for, for everything because there's a lot of people like, say, say um, um, Bob owns a business and he's got someone below him who has people below him and who has people below him. And some people on the bottom rung, they were doing something that wasn't, wasn't quite up to snuff. Something's not quite right. Well, Bob, the owner, he has he has a couple options. He could get pissed off and go and yell at everybody and, you know, make the situation worse. Or he could realize, wow, I, I take responsibility for this. Why does he take responsibility for this? Because the people that he runs, the people that he uh, oversees, he clearly did not specify enough he didn't he didn't make his feelings clear about what has to be done correctly in the whole situation so ultimately he takes responsibility for that he fixes a problem and life and life goes on and that's kind of that's kind of like the you know down and dirty as it as it comes as it pertains to business i tend to think of everything in a business aspect but not to i'm not disagreeing with anything that's said there i'm just curious about this wouldn't that create less um self accountability for the employees though when they feel like 
oh, nothing's our fault because our boss didn't tell us. So how do we avoid that? Because those employees need to be taking responsibility too. But if the owner takes full responsibility for it because he didn't teach him well enough, isn't aren't they? Wouldn't they be more inclined to be like, well, it wasn't really all my fault, so I don't need to try as hard as I should. Well, I mean, I see what you're saying, um, and and if you're curious about this, just go and and listen to Jocko Willink. He's got a podcast and he explains it far better than I ever could. Um, but no, that's not really how I how I took it. Um, it's not it's 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 for basically everyone. They go like he has a a business doing this. Um, he goes yeah. and, and he and you know he he interacts with the entire business. Um, you know gets everyone up to speed on it. And where this came from, he was a U.S. Navy SEAL. I I might have said that already. Um, but just like being on a mission. Um, and he's the commanding officer. Something happens. One of his men didn't didn't do the right thing. He's taking responsibility for it. He realizes that wow, I screwed up. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't train my men good enough. I didn't clarify good enough. I didn't specifically say. And I've dealt with this in a few in uh, several situations. Um, well, hell, even on this this podcast, I was reading this book when we were just starting this podcast or just down on it. And I don't even remember what happened. It was it was somebody else on the podcast that was pissing me off, and I. I can't, I, you know, it was something that I wanted done and I, and I realized, well, wait, I didn't. It was me. It was a very good possibility. I don't remember if it was no, or not. I don't remember it. <laughs> but I, I, guess what? I realized that I did not explain myself good enough. I did not, I did not clarify exactly what needed to be done in the correct, you know, in the correct way that whoever it was understood it clearly. Um, and that was ultimately my fault. And I think, I mean, that has so much truth to it because as a, and like I said, I'm just going to revert back to business because this is my mindset. But I mean, if you clearly have trained your employees correctly they're going to do things correctly, if you have not trained them correctly, they're not going to do things correctly. If they, if you have a shitty employee, wow, I shouldn't have hired him. This is my fault. I should have seen through that. Ultimately it's still your fault. Um, so I don't know. I just, I I really resonate with with everything in there, and I think I think ultimately back to the safety act. This is what it boils down to. Nobody's responsible for their own shit anymore. They just want a free pass, and that's what they're getting out there. I agree. I'm having I've have been having trouble trying to formulate actual thoughts on this. I I see the correlation between taking responsibility and this act, but I can't really, I don't know how to put it into words really. Like it's, it's, I don't know. It's not, the government is no longer being that good leader anymore. They're just saying, Oh, it's okay. That, right. That you totally fucked up in life. Right. Or that you did this awful, awful thing. Totally okay with that. And you don't need to take, you don't need to really be accountable for it. Right. I mean, that might be putting it a little bit extreme because they still have to face the charges and stuff like that, but... Well, yeah, but there's... Kim Fox is a prosecutor out there in in the Chicagoland area, and guess what? Most of those charges are fucking dropped or plead out or they don't ever prosecute these people. 
Like there's so many, there's so many, they just dr- dump them back on the street. So they're, they, they're not, they're not getting prosecuted for a lot of this shit, you know? And even 12% of the crimes, 12% of reported crimes, and that's reported crimes. Keep in mind the massive distrust of police out there and how many go unreported. But only 12%, there's even an arrest in them. And then even far less than that are prosecuted successfully. So you're looking at maybe 5 to 10% on a good day of crimes that are prosecuted out there successfully. So they're basically giving everyone a free pass. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you were some uh, law-abiding citizen trying to do right, I'm driving through, say I'm driving through Chicago, somebody carjacks me and I shoot him in the face, I'm going to f***ing prison because I don't have a, a permit yep. to carry out there. They'll throw they'll throw you to the wolves. You're the wolves. 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 Yeah. You're dangerous to society, so you're going to be detained. Yeah, that's just like how I say bagel. I don't say wolves and bagel right. I don't know how to, how to reply to that. Bagel? Is it bagel or bagel? I say bagel. I don't know. Kendra's giving me shit for saying bagel wrong the other day. But interesting. Yeah, it's it's this. But too, like, look at look at what's been going on the last twelve years at least. We have one specific party telling people in America that you, if you're a minority, if basically if you're anyone other than a white straight male, you it's not your fault. You're a victim. And you are never going to succeed in life. That is literally their entire fucking message to all of America right now. You're a victim. You're pathetic. Vote for us. We're going to fix it for you because you're never going to succeed in life. That's the entire message. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. I wonder, but they're kind of saying, "Well, it's our responsibility to fix your problems," and taking that burden. They're taking accountability. Yeah. I mean, they're pretending to. They're one hundred percent not. And whenever they're they're well, pushed they're to, they're power. like, "Oh no, that's." I mean, they pr- they put on like they are to these people, so those people are like, "Ah, oh, I feel better now because that wasn't really that's not. I don't have to deal with that. They're going to make things better for me." Yeah, but too in our theory, this is kind of our theme of the last couple podcasts. I remember there is actually you actually get a dopamine hit from acting like a victim. You know, if you telling somebody, say I came in here and Pox, man, my day's been going so shitty. I got pulled over. I got a ticket. And if, oh man, I'm sorry. That's like you would ever fucking say that to me. But yeah, I'd be like, wow, that's <laughs> you're fucking stupid. Okay, but say say I was talking to my girlfriend. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. That sucks. You know, you get a little dopamine hit from acting like a victim, and that is they're using psychology to get votes, like telling people, like, hey, you're you're a victim. Your life is pathetic. You are never going to make anything of yourself because the system is 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 so crushing down on you. They're using psychology to to get votes, essentially. That's odd. I wouldn't have guessed that. That you get dopamine from acting yeah. like a victim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an addictive. It's addictive thing. Think of somebody that you know that they do nothing but complain. Like I'm sure everybody knows something you got, whether it's a Facebook friend or it's an actual acquaintance that you see on a semi-daily basis. There's used to work a, with one. It's addictive. It's addictive. 
and you hate those, everybody hates those people, but it is. Um, but just think about like what's been going on with the whole student loan forgiveness thing. Look at that entire, look at that entire, uh, the entire news media around that entire thing, telling people you were taken advantage of, you were lied to, you were screwed over. No, you signed your fucking name on the dotted line and you said you would pay this money back. You knew the fucking consequences. You knew the, 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 the challenges, yet they're telling people they're victims. In this case, it is your fault and it is your responsibility. Fucking 100%. And let me make this very clear. You're also completely batshit crazy not to take advantage of this. So if they're offering it to you, take fucking advantage of it because I guarantee they're going to turn around and fuck you in the next chance they get. So yes, absolutely. But the forgiveness. Yes. It's taxed. What's taxed. They tax you. They, you have to report it. What? Yes. What? So, so if you get 10,000 in student loan forgiveness, you have to, Tax, you have to to report ten thousand. The way in I un, the way I understood it, no. yes, you have to. You have they tax your fucking student forgiveness. No way. Wow, I could I, be wrong, I but should that, look, I should look into that. I if that's the case, that's freaking absolutely. That wouldn't insane. surprise me a little bit. They I didn't, they taxed the fucking COVID payments, didn't they? No, I'm pretty sure those were tax free. I'm almost positive those were no. tax free. At least the the initial ones that you got, like the one that I think they gave us like a thousand bucks or twenty four. I can't remember what it was, but if that's true, that's fucking insane. I've seen some things about it. I guess I haven't verified it, but yeah, I we'll mean look. it's totally believable to me. I, I would I would believe it, but but think about it. That's what it is. They're telling people, oh, you poor person, that you're a victim. You can't take you can't take responsibility for this. No, you sign the goddamn papers. You said you would pay it back. Pay it back. I don't care what fucking excuse you have. It doesn't matter. There is not an excuse in the world good enough for you to to put your payments on the the taxpayer, some hardworking person that never went to college, that took out a loan for a truck to start his own business. There is not an excuse good enough in the world. I don't give a shit what it is. What do you think is the cause of all this the lack of accountability or responsibility is it i mean it's sure it's definitely a combination of things but what do you think is the biggest con- contributor is it parenting styles how yeah. they've changed over the last 40 years is it government policies i think ultimately it was a shift in uh, parental um the way parents treated their children uh, we got a uh, they don't keep score anymore um, uh, it all started with partici- fucking participation partici- trophies. I think absolutely it did, hundred percent, absolutely. Oh, you're a winner. You you don't worry about winning and losing. You deserve this trophy. There's no there's no accountability. There's no and, and there still is like in our part of the country. You still go to games. They still win. They still win and lose. And that's that's what it is. That's great. But there's so many people that you know they get their ass kicked. You know that one team scores twelve. These guys score one. Oh, you did good, son. We can still go to Sonic. No, you sucked. <laughs> you did not do good. I'm still proud of you. I'm still proud of putting in your best, of you putting in your best effort, but you, your team didn't win tonight. Yeah. That's you got to be real. Son. You're not good at this sport. <laughs> well, that's, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. That absolutely Some people aren't good at things. Is. You know, and when I was in, uh, when I was in junior high, I remember this. Uh, we were in the championship game. We, we all year were kicking ass in baseball. 
and it was a championship game. Uh, Michael DeWall hit a home run, put us over the top in the last inning. We we would have won. He was running around the bases. And keep in mind, we're in junior high. He gets to third base. The coach picks him up, spins him around in a circle, puts him back down. He runs to home, touches home base. The the coach says, uh, sorry, this this does not count. That home run does not count. You guys don't win. We ended up losing that game because of some bullshit rule. Guess what? That's the fucking rule. He shouldn't have called it. But and and that was a I mean that's that was a hard lesson to learn. I don't I don't quite understand the lesson, but that's what it was. Like that's what it was when I was growing up. Like there wasn't none of this bullshit. Here's your participation trophy for trying, son. No, you guys didn't win. That sucks. Too bad. Move on with your life. I think that is one of the biggest things. One of the biggest things that is that is causing all this nonsense. Absolutely. Because now the people that grew up like that are getting into power and they're like, oh, it's okay, you know. We don't care if you win or lose. Participation trophies are the downfall of America. I think they have a lot to do with it. I absolutely do. That was the beginning of of the woke era, I believe. Maybe. Well, maybe it started below. Maybe it started before then, but I wasn't. I was too young to. I don't know what happened before. I remember when it came about and everyone was bitching about it. I remember, I think it kind of started during during the Obama era, the Obama years. No, it was before that. You think? Yeah, I got participation trophies in fucking track. <laughs> really? Yeah, or, or ribbons. Or, did, or is that just something they did for all elementary kids? No, you didn't get any. There weren't participation. You had to actually place to get a ribbon when I was in elementary. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely got participation ribbons. In uh, track when I was little. I didn't little. want you to feel bad. <laughs> well, I still did because I little lo- bastard. I you were slow. You didn't. You did not run good enough. You should <laughs> not get shit. I lost, so I felt bad. Actually, I don't think I gave a single because I was like, "This is track and it's stupid." <laughs> <laughs> I actually did fantastic in that elementary track meet. I was a I was a quick little bastard, but ultimately, yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, and and now 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 we're here, and they're dumping. They're dumping um, somebody's student loan that is now that went to school for four years, partied their ass off, was a complete piece of shit. Didn't doesn't use their doesn't use their their uh, degree at all. They're dumping that off on Joe, the working man, who took out a loan for his truck to start his construction business. Worked his ass off. Does he get his loan forgiven? No, he's got to pay someone else's loan now. It's it's ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. And I think I think the thing that pisses me off is the most is like there's people like just just take it, man. Like if they're offering you, yeah, just take it. Don't try to justify it. Don't try to go and tell me, hey, this is why this I deserve this. No, you don't deserve shit. Just take it, shut the fuck up, and be happy with it. You know? It just that drives me nuts. Yeah, tell me why you deserve this. Right. I had a uh Years, this was years and years ago before, this was just after I got out of college, actually, it was an acquaintance, she was bitching on Facebook, and this, I think this was probably back in 2010, about student loans forgiveness, oh, we need this, we pay so much student loan debt, her husband was a fucking lawyer, and they were going to Europe for like a a two or three week vacation, and she's bitching about not being able to afford their student loans, I'm like, how about you pay your student loans off before you go and make these stupid no. financial decisions? 
well, I went to school to be a lawyer so I could live this kind of lifestyle, and our student loans aren't allowing us to live that kind of lifestyle. Well, you're an idiot. Sorry. Well, you maybe have to wait a little bit longer until you live that kind of lifestyle. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's a... It's a it's a sickness in America, and I don't I, I I hate seeing it. But what do you do? I think ultimately it starts at home, like we were just talking about raising your kids up right to understand that there are consequences and responsibilities, and not every not everyone that that participates is going to get a trophy, nor should they. But what do we do? How do you? I mean, how do we fix it at this point? I don't think, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say it can't be fixed. I don't think it can, Box. There's too many stupid people. Surely it can. Because, I mean, look at the shift, the cultural shift over the last 40 years. We were at that point, but now we're in this shithole. Surely you can go another 40 years and take another cultural shift. But if you look at societies uh, in history, they never go the good way. It never shifts. That's true. It never shifts back to good. You get two hundred and fifty years. Either Matchbox Twenty. Huh? <laughs> Sorry, nothing. You said back to good, and it's uh, Matchbox Twenty. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you get around two hundred and fifty years for an empire, and it starts crumbling, and then it never goes back to good until I mean, a lot of people die, and the good men come out on top, and then. Everything starts over again. I think, unfortunately, uh, I don't see it being fixed. I think there's too many people dependent on the system. There's too many people that are that weren't raised well enough to understand that the 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 merits of working for your own shit. They're paying too many people. Uh, this is my two cents. I don't. I just don't see it. I don't see it being fixable. I don't know. I don't. I. Th- I think I agree. It's. It's a long shot. It's a real long shot. <laughs> right. But there's no reason why we can't still raise. I mean, we can't still have our families to and and, oh, our, yeah. and our communities, like our little tiny community in Northwest Iowa. We don't have to be inundated with this absolute sickness of not. You know of of wokeness coming in from every angle. We can still raise our families to be to be good people. Maybe we can start a commune where just we don't get the outside world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go go out to Johnson's and start a commune. Yeah. Don't get any like we have we can have cell phones and shit, but you don't get the internet where it's it's only inside of the commune, you know. Real cult like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think now you're going the other direction, Bob. <laughs> no, we need a cult. We need a cult. <laughs> it's the only only answer. So, if you want to join the LSLF cult, let us know. We'll uh, we'll get one fired right up. <laughs> I mean, that we could probably sell shirts that said LSLF cult. <laughs> we'll probably delivery cult. I'm sure we could. I'm sure we could. We'd sell like four of them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, back to I mean. What can we do? That's that's all you can do is raise your families uh and you know raise your children and your help your community to to you know live the way that we should be living. Not not this way that everyone's going. 
Um, and also one aspect that we did not talk about out of all this is the poor bastards in, in Illinois and Chicago that, that are just completely, uh, going to be dumped on, uh, full of criminals, um, just horrible situations and they're still not able to defend themselves. They're passing more and more restrictive gun laws out there and, you know, letting criminals out faster and faster. It's, it's, it's lunacy. I saw when I was <clears throat> watching, I watched a couple videos about uh, this law, the Safety Act, and there was I came across it was about the misinformation, and one of the comments in the YouTube comments was some lady was trying to explain it and saying this is not really all accurate, and then she was like, "Yeah, well, the the prison population is already down by forty percent." I'm like, "Okay, well." Uh, why is that a good thing? This hasn't even gone into effect yet. I mean, parts of it have. I'm not sure which of them do have, but that doesn't go into effect till January. And who are these criminals that they're that they're letting out? I don't. How is that your definition of this is doing what it's supposed to do? Is we're letting criminals out of prison? What is that? I don't understand how that equates to being the good a good thing. Yeah, one thing I also there's. Come uh, the first when this takes effect, I think there's 400 and some uh, criminals that will be let out um, as soon as it's enacted. Just because, oh, you're not, uh, you're not, you're not in trouble anymore. Here you go, free pass. You know, get out of jail free card. So yeah, as far as as far as my biggest recommendation is get the fuck out of Chicago. Um, Illinois, Illinois in general, but at the very least out of Chicago, I understand that's not a, that's not realistic for some people. Um, but get to some place that values your values, your freedom values, your right to support yourself. Number one. And if that's not doable, take classes, take, you know, you are responsible for your own, um, for your own safety. And one thing of this act too is they're basically handcuffing police. They're making it so much harder to do their job. They're making it to the point where these police officers aren't going to intervene when they don't have to. Um, your life is not worth it to them. I mean, to 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 intervene, they're not they're not there to protect your life anymore. I mean, they they're being so so handcuffed. They can't even they can't even really protect. One of, the, anymore. one of the things I came across when I was reading about the, the misinformation that's been spread, that the Republicans are, reading, are spreading about the Safety Act, was uh, the claim that the, on this web, website called Injustice Watch, the claim is the Safety Act will usher in a purge era in Illinois in which criminals will roam free and police can't do anything to stop them. And their rebuttal to that is... This is patently untrue. The Safety Act does not stop police from arresting people for crimes. The Safety Act, however, does require police officers to provide aid after using force and requires officers to intervene if other officers use unauthorized or excessive force. What the f*** kind of law is that? How many... Every single shooting I've ever seen, the police officers render aid. Yeah, absolutely. That's what they, they, don't that's wanna, what they do. They don't want to kill someone. They don't want that on their conscience, on their conscience. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a shit show out there. And the the excessive force thing. So who's who's to be the judge that 
one officer is using excessive force, what if the other officer is just a total bitch and scared to intervene about with anything? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you're using excessive force, and he tases his own officer. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I don't understand uh, There's a, and how there, they come up with this shit. There's a lot. There's a, You have to be licensed now to be a police officer, and there's a way that if there's complaints against you, they can take away your license so you can't be a police officer anymore. There's a whole list of, of offenses that if you, like a massive list of offenses that if a police officer gets in trouble for, uh, they automatically lose their license. Um, there's tons. Of, and already their their police force in Chicago is at a, a low, like the lowest that it's ever been. Their recruits are the lowest. It's, oh, why, why would it ever, not be? Why would anyone want to do that job? It's just going to be completely out of control, just a shithole. Just get out of the big cities. Get your get your family to uh you know at least the rural areas if you can't get out out of Illinois um and and learn to protect yourself and your family because the shit is only gonna get worse. It's absolutely Chicago is gonna be like the epicenter of the apocalypse. It's just gonna be the most fucking desolate, run down, piece of shit place that you can find where there's nothing but criminals and degenerates. Probably, probably. I don't. I mean, I might be fifty hundred years from now, but. They well, keep going the way they uh, are. Then, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's headed that way. Uh, headed that way pretty quick. So, yeah, without without harping on it anymore, it's a shitty situation. Ultimately, the 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 moral of the story is: take responsibility for your own freaking actions. Um, read this book, Extreme Ownership, by Jocko Willink. Uh, I I value his opinion greatly. The guy's a very he's a, he's an awesome dude, very intelligent fella. Um, and I think if you actually read this book, it'll really change your outlook um, on on a lot of things. It's a great book. Either that or you'll be like, nah, that's not really my responsibility. Forgive my student loans, please. Yep. I want to be a lazy SOB. I, want, I would like to hear somebody that disagrees with the ideas that are presented in that book. I'm sure there's I wonder I wonder what they are. I'm sure there's plenty of people that disagree with it. Oh, I know there is. I would like to hear those that side of it though. Um well, it would most likely be a uh person with pronouns <laughs> saying how unfortunate their life has been up to this point. But yeah, I I don't know. Like I I don't see how you could read that book and it's, and 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 think Actually, actually, take to heart those those ideas and, and and really read about it and truly understand what he's saying, and disagree with it. It doesn't make any sense to me, but there's plenty of people that do. So, I don't know. But yeah, that's about that's kind of my thoughts on the whole whole issue, uh, the whole safety act and taking responsibility for your own shit box. You got anything to add to that? Shit box, huh? No, I really don't have as much to say as I thought I did. I don't know. I can't really formulate any thoughts tonight. Uh, I know how that goes. I've I've kind of been uh I got kind of in a brain fog today. It's been a it's been an interesting day. I was doing a bunch of bush light ARs, and those just kind of fry my brain just because they're so monotonously boring. And ugh. Oh, I was raring to go this morning. I was fucking kicking ass this morning over stuff that didn't really fucking matter, but podcast stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You hear that, guys? He was kicking ass for you guys <laughs> to bring you a better show. 
Um, trying yeah, anyways. Yeah, if you if you enjoy the show, let us know. Uh, g- give us some some ideas of stuff to talk about. We're kind of taking it a little bit of a different direction. Um, we're gonna keep the the ridiculousness and the freedom aspect and the and all that stuff. Um, we're still doing the live segment. Are we still calling it Gears and Beers Box? I think we are for now. Maybe we'll change it at the end of the season. We're still we're still doing the Gears and Beers every other Wednesday night at eight thirty on our on our Facebook website lifeshortlivefree.com, YouTube, and Twitch. Um, you can join in the conversation on pretty much all. The, have we figured that out yet? We yeah, have. Yeah, yeah we, it's we, all good we, to go. You can chat on all of them, and we'll see them on the screen. Yeah, so you can, either, any one of those, you can join in on the conversation with us. Um, also, we have a forum on Life Short Live Free. You can join and join in the conversation as well. I uh, added some forums in there, actually. Did the you? Day, yeah. Like what? Uh, I called it, uh, there's one section that I call knowledge swap so i got a section a forum in there for literature i got some in there for health and nutrition Mm. and one other one too i can't remember what it was interesting yeah so go check that out the forum on life short live free um and yeah well uh you can join our book club of course if you if you're interested in the kind of things that we're talking about and uh if you are please uh please let your uh your like-minded friends know as well. We're always looking for for new listeners, new members to to join in on the uh, to join our cult. Freedom, yeah. Let us know if you want to join the cult. We're gonna get one started here shortly. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's about all we've got for you tonight, guys. That's a little bit shorter episode than the last one. I think the last one was over two hours, um, something but, like that. But I really enjoyed that last one. That was one of my favorite ones we've done thus far. So, uh, if you enjoyed it, let us know. Until then, we'll be back uh, in, in two weeks. You can you can make sure and listen to us on uh, lifeshortlivefree.com and all major podcast providers. And uh, join in the conversation every other Wednesday night at 8.30. But other than that, that's about all we got for you guys. We're going to sign off. If you, uh, if you enjoyed the show and you'd like to contribute to us, go to subscribestar.com, search lifeshortlivefree.com, you can, or search lifeshortlivefree, and you can get uh, access to our to our patreon type group yep you get goodies in there of course we're not just asking for your money we also give you give you some stuff so um yeah that's all we got for you guys thanks for sticking around so we talk to you next time remember life short live free god bless god bless you man to fund the atf or kill the nfa